Welcome to the Wolf Whistle, the podcast that interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to the 109th edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. I'm going back to the noughties to interview a striker, former striker, Adam Proudlock, 85 appearances for the Wolves, 17 goals, 71 league appearances it was, and 13 goals in the league. Great player, great goal scorer, uh, a real protege at the time as a young player. Adam, how are you, mate? How are you, mate? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, my friend. I'm good. Um, Adam, as well, he's a regular for the Wolves All Stars, and we've got a game this Sunday. So, Adam, how uh, how are the ankles? Uh, still playing up a little bit, mate. We're still a bit sore, but uh, as we we speak often, don't we? And uh, we've got to play it by ear. But hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll be fit for Sunday. Yes, we do, mate. We do. I'll get I'll, what I'll do when I pick you up. I'll get you some painkillers already. <laughs> Get them all weighed out. Oh, mate, mate, absolutely flipping it. That's how I left the last game, wasn't it? After me flipping wrist. Flipping it. Tell me about it. So, Adam is still a local lad, born in Telford, but lives in Newport. How was you spotted by the Wolves, Adam? Because I believe you made it as an apprentice in in nineteen ninety seven. But before that, how old was you when you first got spotted by the club? By the by, Wolves. It was thirteen. Yep. Um, but um, it's just a story because when I um, when I was younger, uh, um, I was motorbikes and rugby because that's what my dad was into. Okay. He didn't like football. He didn't like football at all. He was rugby and motorbikes. And then unfortunately, he passed away when I was seven. Oh. Um, so my mum couldn't get me to both on a um, Saturday and Sunday, and we, I had to share my brother as well. So I had to knock them on the head, and then so I just ended up going across after a local park. Kicking the ball around, playing with the my mates and all the old lads that came down, and then I signed from a local side, Newport side called Nova, yep. Nova United. And then after um, a year or two, I got scouted by Shrewsbury yep. when I was eleven. And then at thirteen, um, Wolves asked me to go for a trial, so um, I went for a trial, and luckily I did well enough, and uh, I signed a two-year contract. Oh, and, and was you always a striker, Adam? Because you, you do hear these stories about people are right backs and left backs, but was you always a centre forward? I was a centre forward um, when I was a youngster. And then when I went to Wolves, they turned me into a right winger, so I was uh, quick. And then when I, uh, when I was in the YTs, academy now, um, Chris Turner turned me into a right wing back. Okay. <laughs> the graveyard shift. <laughs> Isn't it? In fact, my mates played in a charity match with you at Molyneux and you were supposed to play left back and you lasted about two minutes and then you just went straight up top, apparently. Yeah, uh, they put me left back and I thought, oh, I might have been this. <laughs> <laughs> Get me back where I belong. So, I mean, what, what was Chris Turner like to play under? Because with the youth team at the time, he was quite pioneering in his ideas and the way he was shaping it. I mean, what, what was he like to play under? He was brilliant. Him and, uh, him and Chris Evans, um, they were brilliant for me because um, I played the first year, the first yeah I left school at sixteen and went straight to the YT. And the first first year I was getting in and out. I was on the bench. Cause yep. Obviously the second year scholars were getting more of the game because it was coming up to their end of year whether they get a professional contract or not. 
So then, um, second year, I was playing a lot more. I was on fire, playing right wing, right wing back, and um, and then um, it was against West Brom, the FA Youth Cup. Towards the end of the season, I broke, I snapped my shin, broke my leg, and tackled with the keeper. Oh. And by that time, we did, we were told whether we were getting a contract, professional contract, or we were getting let go. But um, so I went to hospital, and the next day. I had a phone call um, off Chris Turner and he said, you don't need to worry about anything, just get yourself fit. We're offering you a two-year professional contract. Oh, I mean, for you, you, you know, you're lying in a hospital bed. Um, obviously, you know, you're in pain, you're licking your wounds. It was against West Brom. I mean, if the call would have come in and said, listen, sorry, Adam, you, you know, you're not going to make it with Wolves. That, I mean, that would have dealt a real crushing blow, wouldn't it? It would. It would have broke my heart because I've been there since 13 and obviously being local, but the uh, West Brom youth team manager came to hospital and saw me. Okay. Um, and offered me a two-year professional contract <laughs> as well. <laughs> I bet he did. If, if, uh, if Wolves didn't um, offer me one, they said they were there ready and, ready and waiting. Got yeah. And and who did you support growing up, Adam? Or, you know, got, I mean, I asked that because, but you, you know, your dad liked rugby and motorbikes, so I'm not sure if you was a football fan. But if you yeah, was, who did you fan. support? Uh, Man United as a kid. Right, so that's the end of the interview. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping it, United, United. I mean, no, that's fair. But so this is so interesting. So the, the the West Brom obviously youth guy come in. So I bet for you, you were thinking, well, if I don't get the call off Wolves, at least I've got something to go to. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously you're still in agony. Yeah, um, breaking any bones not nice, but breaking your shin. Oh, I can't describe. I can't describe. I can't describe the pain. But yeah, it was. It was nice to know that there was something there, but it was a, if, it was, if my walls were in my heart. Yeah. And to, to get that call the next day, it, it, it meant so much. Oh, and some of the players that you played with in the youth team, uh, Adam, if you want to go go through a few of them. I mean, I know Matt Murray was one, wasn't he? Matt Murray, he was yeah. in the roomie. Um, Keith Andrews. Yeah. Julian Lescott, Lee Naylor. Yeah. We had a hell of a youth team. Oh, listen, flipping heck. What? What? I mean, that's one thing Wolves have always been strong at producing youth players. And at that time, to be fair to, to McGee and, and Colin Lay and before that, Graham Taylor, he was he was really giving youth the chance. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it must have been great to be around such great young talents. Yeah, it was brilliant. And, and um, Joel broke into the first team first and you see him play and you think, he was playing with me last season. Yeah. <laughs> and you just, and you, you know, obviously you want to be in the first team, but you think, you know, because you, you see someone similar similar age to you and yes. you through two-year YT with him, you know you've got half a chance. You know you're going to be given a chance if you're good enough and you work hard enough. Yes, yes. So, and, and was you, you had enough faith in your own ability to know that that chance will come? Yeah, you have your ups and downs. Yeah. Obviously, coming back from um, an eight-month injury with machine and yeah. being in the gym every day and and watching the lads train was hard but I know I knew when as soon as I got back when I got my fitness back and my touch came back and all that I knew I'd have a chance. Yeah. I mean Matt Murray, you, you, you say you roomed with him, he's got some stories about you by the way. And what I'm gonna say it's not <laughs> it's, don't worry Adam, it's not bad. It's you was on the coach to an away game and he left his phone open and um <laughs> And you started texting his landlady, asking her to wait up. <laughs> yeah, that's 
Oh my god! Oh my god! I think I think there was another time. I mean, he never learns his lesson. Matt. I think there was another time when someone else, or it might have been you actually, grabbed his phone and st started texting his wife at the time, saying things and that. And then and he, <laughs> he said he got home and his missus was waiting up in a right mood. <laughs> yeah, he kept leaving the phone on the table on the team coach going to the toilet. <laughs> oh, back then, you, back then you didn't have passcodes or anything, so you just get straight into them. Oh, flipping! That that must have been a flipping nightmare for him, blessing. But it, yeah. it it all came good. Um, you made your debut, I believe, uh, in a League Cup game against Oxford uh, under Colin Lee. But before that, actually, I want to make a brilliant point. So now, listeners, this is amazing. So Adam Proudlock had never played a professional game. He was at the club doing well, obviously. On the verge of the first team, they put him out on loan, which 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 is brilliant for any young player. He went to Clyde in Scotland, scored four in four on his debut, his professional league debut, scored a hat trick. I mean, Adam, what is that like? What's that feeling like? Uh, I'll start begin from the start. Um, yeah, we played a pre-season game uh, against Aston Villa at home, and I because with a few injuries, so uh, Colin Lee started me. Well, I came on really early with after about 10-15 minutes and I played the full game and I did really well I was up against uh, Hugo Ekiog and all the big timers and I played really well and I thought you know what I've got a chance here yep. and then the next day I got called into the office and Colin Lee said we want, it, we want you to go out on loan and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> thanks um, for that yeah um, and, I was, and he, I said okay where and he said Scotland Clyde it's near Glasgow I thought, oh my God. How am I going to get there? Uh, yeah, 18, 19, I think. Well, I was driving at the time, but I was thinking, it's, a, it's a long way from home. But then I thought, and he said, it's three months. And he said, if you do well, obviously, we'll hopefully give you a chance when you get back. So um, after I'm in an hour in, I thought, right, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And uh, it's better than playing reserve team football. Yeah. So I went and... Got, went and um, I went there and played, played for Clyde, yeah. It was brilliant, brilliant experience. And as you said, um, had a brilliant start. Scored Patrick on the debut. And then scored, I scored five in six games. Oh, right, okay. And then uh, Colin Lee brought me back early. So you didn't have to stop in the deepest, darkest depths of Glasgow for three months? No, it was just over a month. I mean, I mean, and, that... uh, go on. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was brilliant. It's a brilliant experience because the first game I, I scored and then um, one of the other lads came in the waist high, two-footed waist high. Oh. Nearly, and I thought, oh my, I'm used to youth team football, reserve team football. Yeah. And I, and I, I peeled myself up off the floor and I looked at him and he looked, and he looked down and he went, welcome to the, welcome to the uh, man's football big time. Oh. So I was up against that because I've, I've come from a big club. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was getting gunned for anyway. So after I scored after, I just went up to him and uh, just put the thumbs up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, look to score a hat trick on your debut, you must have literally walked off the pitch ten feet high. I bet you thought, flipping heck, if these professional games like this, I'm going to score a hat trick every week. Oh, I know. It was it was a, it was a proper buzz. And uh, when I was over in Clyde, um, so Jack Haywood flew over to come and watch me as well. No way. Yeah, he, um, I've never played a first-team game for Wolves. And um, 
obviously I did well in the first game and the second game and he came over I think it was the third or fourth game and he we were at home and um, so Jack and his wife flew over and came and watched me in the game Oh, Adam, I didn't know that. And this is why these are the stories I love from the podcasts when you hear little yeah, gems like that. Yeah, unbelievable, man. No, absolutely. And then you made, you, you come back to the Wolves, made your debut in the League Cup against Oxford. I mean, for you, Adam, you know, what's it like? Yes, you've played at Clyde. I'm sure there's a, a, you know, a, 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 a you know, few hundred, few thousand people there. Then all of a sudden, you're back at Wolves, big club, big players, big manager, lots of expectation, owned by a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, and you find yourself in the team, a local team. For you, it must have been, and I know it's a bit of a pun, you know, a dream come true. It was, it was, I can't really explain the feeling. We were we went to the Molyneux, we met, all met at the Molyneux, and we had a pre-match, pre-match meal there before we uh, went back to the coach to uh, Oxford. And Colin Lee named the side. I just expected him to be on the bench. Well, I'm just happy to be back, to be honest, yep. to be in the squad. And he named the starting 11. He put, and he, I was in it. And I was, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Here we go, hat trick coming. What's going on in here? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we went, I think we went 1-0 down. And it was a, it was a two-legged game was on aggregate. And then uh, we scored a goal or two goals. And then I scored, I scored the winning goal to get us through. On my debut. Uh, you see, I'd looked at the stats earlier in my, my little book and I'd, 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 over, I'd, I'd overlooked that one, to be honest. And I'd, I'd saw um, your, your home debut against Tranmere, uh, which was September the 9th, 2000, under Colin Lee. But I did miss the Oxford one. I've got that in your stats, obviously. I mean, scoring on your debut, I mean, it, it, it just does not get any better, does it, Adam? It doesn't. Honestly, I could have, I could have run home. I didn't need to get back on the coach. <laughs> He's still buzzing the adrenaline. Still buzzing. I didn't sleep all night. Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, come on, Adam. You, I mean, you scored quite a few goals in your career. Um, I believe you played over 300 pro games. And I believe you scored 60, 70 odd goals. Probably more than that, actually. I think it's nearing 100. So, can yeah. you remember that goal against Oxford? Like it was yesterday. Oh, talk, talk us through it then, son. It was... Um... They were on the tack and we broke the broke the play down. We hit him on the counter attack and Rob Taylor yeah. put me in. And I've chested it's got gone over the defenders there, so I made him run in behind. I've chested it down, keepers come out, I've slotted it in behind, straight down the cor- in, in the corner, stretching for it. Oh um, mate. This is, this is, and then I've, I've run off and done the Klinsman dive, got cramped in my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping it out for four games. <laughs> I didn't care anyway. Oh, honestly, that is brilliant. Good luck running down with that cramp. But um, <laughs> and then your home uh, debut, well, your you, you, your league debut, I should say, come against Tranmere. Um, yes, we lost two one, but but you know, then to play at Molyneux, and to you know, at the time, and it still is obviously a magnificent stadium. You must have thought this is the the stage that I want to be playing on. Yeah, home debut. You know the music. Your music before, just as you're walking out the tunnel, and the, the shivers up your spine, and the body you think, "Oh, I've just, I've just done my whole my dream here." Yeah, it was. You've had your ups and downs, you know, and you, you've travelled that many, many miles in the in youth team as a child, and and you walk out and you think, oh, "This is it now." Yeah, you don't want to let you don't want to let this. Go. No, no, absolutely not. And I take it, Adam, that your mum was there. Um, 
my mum's everywhere. I played for England under 16s against Poland in Poland. She came over to watch. Oh, do you know what? That's, that's brilliant. Bless her. Bless yeah, her. Brother flew over. Oh, but but once again, I didn't know that story, and I take it, and I certainly hope that was there for your first goal, September the twenty fourth at Molyneux, a four 0 demolition of Norwich, I believe. Tony Dinning, your good mate, who you later played with at Stockport as well, was one of the goal scorers. Uh, yeah. Wolves, we won four 0 You scored. I mean, I take it that was there for that as well. They were there for that, um, and uh, some of the mates were. Well, a lot of the mates always ask you know what they always ask for tickets and other people, but. Um, with that game, it was on Sky. Okay. So a lot, so a lot of my mates um, decided to go and watch it in the pub. So like, I just said, what, when I got back, and uh, I went and met him, and I said, what was it like watching in the pub? And he said, the pub just erupted. Oh, brilliant. I, I hope you didn't have to buy a drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot about it now, though, because I do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet they have now. Um, what was it? Uh, I can't remember that. That obviously I can't remember every game. But was it the the goal was at the South Bank or the North Bank end? Uh, South Bank. Oh, so you score at the South Bank end and then get to run. To, I mean that that's just that's just incredible, incredible. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. And then if you think it's not getting any better, ladies and gentlemen, there was a hat trick away at Bradford, October the thirteenth, two thousand and one. Um, Wolves won 3 0. You scored all three goals. I mean, that was a bit of a funny season for you, Adam, because it was. It, I looked at the record books 12 appearances, three goals. So all three goals come in that game. I mean, you know, yes, it had been a little bit indifferent, but then to score a hat trick in a match, you must be thinking, you know what, I've landed again. Yeah, I was, as you said, it was a bit of a funny, funny season. I was in and out with the team, I was picking up little niggles here and there. I, had, I think I had two or three keyhole surgery just to clean a clock a clean out kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it was a bit of a strange season, but as you said, you've got to take the plus uh, pluses from it and the hat trick. No one could take that away from me. Oh, absolutely not! And a three 0 win, brilliant. And I remember there's one game I remember, Adam, that that you played in and you scored an absolute worldie. You probably know the game, seventh of January. 2001 FA Cup third round against Nottingham Forest. Uh, we yeah. won 1-0 and you got the ball on the edge of the box. I think you beat a couple of players and and, and hit, a, hit a real solid drive into the corner. I mean, listen, that was a massive game, wasn't it, at the time? That was uh, that was Dave Jones' first game. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Dave Jones' first game. And uh, obviously, it was FA Cup, as you said. And uh, about five or ten minutes before that, I missed the bloody... Uh, an absolute sitter. Oh. And I thought, oh, that's my chance gone now. So it's playing on the mind. I thought, no, come on, you'll get another one. And then the ball broke to me on the half foot, just before, just after the halfway line. So I, I took it off. Yeah. And as you said, I beat a couple of players. I think it was Jermaine Dennis tried to close me down for it. And then I took the shot. And luckily it went in the corner. But running over to the wall fat and in that corner, the forest ground. Oh. And I, I, did, I did my celebration and I just got mopped by all the players. And I couldn't even breathe. I was underneath everyone. <laughs> Oh, I do remember that that fondly, you know, great goal. And like you said, it was just such such an important goal at the time. Um, and you, you, you were an apprentice at the Wolves 97, made your debut in 2000. So you was in the first team, in and around the first team for three years. Before we get to, obviously, the biggest game of them all, which you played your part in. For you, Adam, as a striker, it is important that you get a, a, a run of games. Because like you said, you're in and out the team. 
you know, you was used sparingly as a substitute, then you be in the team, and then the expectations on you to score a goal. But it must be so difficult for a striker to be constantly stop start and get that opportunity and show what you can do. Yeah, it is. And as you said, the run of game is massive. And if you're scoring as well, your confidence, no one, like, you're like untouchable on the pitch. Yeah. But then you soon just, as soon as you start going to like two, three, four games without goal, you start beating yourself up and you start training and just working on your finishing. Yeah. And it's always, it's always in the back of your mind, whereas when you're scoring goals, you just don't think about it. Yeah. You just, it, it just comes easy because your, your confidence is that high. Well, that comes with, as I say, comes with the run of games, and uh, and that, with fitness as well with, with games, because you can play, you can train all you want and play reserve matches, but first team football, you, you can't beat it at fitness. Oh, not at all, not at all. And for you, uh, Adam, I mean, would it be fair to say that this is a a difficult question to ask on the basis that. I've watched you play for the Wolves many times and, and there was a real, real player there. Not, And I don't want to be um, discourteous and say, oh, listen, you know, there was a player with loads of potential. You was fulfilling your potential, the goal against Forrest, the hat-trick at Bradford, the, you know, the goal on your debut. But do you feel that, that... I think we did, but probably not as often as we should have done. Do you think the Wolves fans saw the best of you? Um, not all the time. Yeah. I mean, not every player... And then, unless you're talking about Ireland this season, yeah, not every player can play well every game. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and and you've got to take the good with the bad, and you've got to take the manager's decision. And if you're not, if you're having a bad, you know, if you're having a bad game or you're having a bad, yeah, game, uh, yeah, every you know? every week for me. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just gotta you gotta be honest and just get get your head down and keep keep on working. And hopefully, the break comes for you again. Absolutely, and, and and these times on a football pitch, you're a fork in the road. So, you, like against Forest, you'd miss the sitter. You know, I mean, talk us through the sitter you missed first. Talk, talk us through the chance if you can remember it. It was. Um, I'm trying to remember it now. It was. It was a. Uh, it was ball, ball was on the left hand side, I think, and uh, the cross came in and it ricocheted, and it was just on the edge of six yard box on the corner of six yard box, and I hit it, and I, and I've just hit it too well and straight at Dave Besson. <sighs> Instead of normally, I'll probably just side foot it straight in the corner, but yeah. for power instead of going for late, it's just gone straight at him. And, and and this is the thing because this is the you know I always said you know the double sided come if that goes in you know and then you score the second you're a hero. Fortunately, you did score yeah. the second, but this is the fork in the road. You miss that chance. Next thing you know, you could look over to the bench, the board's up, and you're off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that that exactly. is that is the frustrating thing. But you, Adam, got your day in the sun. The two thousand and three. Playoff final at Cardiff, 69,473 people, and I was one of them at the Millennium Stadium to see us crush Sheffield United. Now, you'd come on in, in, I think it was the away playoff game, is that right? Had you? Sorry? In You'd come on in one of the semi-finals, hadn't you? Is that right? Did you come on in the semi-final? Yeah, well, we played Reading. Yeah. Um, and the second leg... I was in the squad, but I didn't make the 16. Right, OK. Um, so, I made the squad, obviously, for the Cardiff. and then uh, that's Sorry, that's right. So Yes, yeah, it's all right. I was working it out. You didn't feature in the semi-final. So, was it a bit of a surprise to be in the squad for the final? It was. I was we we travelled and we trained. We trained in uh, Wales. Yeah. In Cardiff. And, um, obviously, we got a couple of 
couple of nights early, so we, we had a couple of days there in the hotel. Everyone was rested the night before. It was exciting. And to be fair, not missing the semi-finals, I, I didn't think I'd make it. But George and Dart, he picked up a little niggle and he, he went for a fitness test. It was no good. And that's how I, I managed to get back on the bench that day. See, it's bittersweet because, <clears throat> let's be honest, you don't want a fellow pro to be injured. Of course you don't. No, definitely not. But equally, George having that niggle, it gives you an opportunity to get in the side. So it is bittersweet, isn't it? It is, yeah. And um, Alex Ray came on in the semi-final. Yes. And, and scored. Scored away. That's what I was there. And, and he didn't get picked for the... Well, he, he, he didn't come on in the he final, did he? And I came on before, like, ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, you come on as sub in the 88th minute. I mean, listen, we're 3-0 up. I was at the game. You was on, obviously on the bench. You had the best view of all. So, <laughs> we're 3-0 up at half-time. I'm a Wolves fan. Straight away, I think we're going to, you know, we, 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 we're going to we're gonna lose this. I can see. And then, obviously, yeah. Matt Murray, they get a penalty. I think, here we go. Matt Murray saves it. And it wasn't until Sir Jack Hayward put his thumbs up and he told us we were up effectively. But... What was it like for you? I mean, so you, you're on the bench at half time. What's the what's the feeling like in the dressing room when we're three 0 up? In the dressing room, we're like walking off, like it's so real. We're thinking, is this actually happening? Yeah, three 0 up in a playoff final to, on the way to the Premiership. But uh, as soon as we got in the dressing room, I won't I won't swell. Tell me what the language was like. James Jones just level headed, just said, "Listen, this is not done yet. Yeah, we're only halfway there." Don't get carried away. Don't get sloppy. We do what we did in the first half. Get your heads back on. It's nil-nil and we're going back out there and you work your socks off and we go again. Yeah. And But it was hard. You know, it was hard. Oh, I stopped out with three in the lot, you know. You can have a jolly up here. <laughs> yeah. But, for a couple of megs and all that. Bit of showboating. I mean, yeah. you you come on, Adam. I mean, listen, in, in an event like that, okay, yes, it's great to play 90 minutes and score and whatever, but... To even set for you come on for, for two minutes at the end with the injury time, he's probably on the pitch for four or five minutes. For you to come on in a game of that magnitude, it just must have been incredible. Yeah, especially, especially being a local lad and getting on. And Dave Jones turned around to me, Mr. Bowdy, you chase every last cause you can. Yeah. You give them, you give them defenders hell. You yeah. Stop running. And I can remember fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do that one. Down the spine, I said, just get me on there. And uh, I can remember chasing down this ball. I had no right to win it. I was yeah. chasing it down, and I managed to get a corner off it. And it, the, the and it was get, it was uh, the wall's end. Oh yeah, it was. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And uh, the, the noise from the crowd was like I scored a goal. Oh. To win that corner, like in the last couple of minutes, because we were a bit under the cost, you know that. To go yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball. And to win a corner off what I did, and then to cheer, I was that that gave me the. A shiver. Oh, listen, that's right because obviously the all three goals were scored at the other end, which was the Sheffield United end. Second half, yeah. he, he, he did feel a bit of a different game in the second half. Sheffield United did seem, you know, to be uh, attacking us and, and well, they had to come at us, didn't they? they had to. Absolutely, that they, they had no choice. And so, did did you touch the ball many times, Adam? Because I can't remember. I touched the ball a couple of times. I was, to be fair, I was just running around like I had this chicken. Of course. Just enjoying the moment. <laughs> I'm flipping don't blame you, but you see, you you you'll know this. The listeners won't, but you're a bit of a you're a bit of a lucky charm in playoffs because in 0203 you're a playoff winner with Wolves. In 0405 you're a playoff final winner with Sheffield Wednesday. 
In 07-08, you were a playoff final winner with Stockport. And in 2010 and 11, you was a playoff winner with Telford. Yeah, I haven't lost the playoff final. Oh, so played 4-1-4. Thanks very much, Tara. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is just I I incredible, Adam. And I take it once again, you, you, your mum and, and brother was at that game at Cardiff. Yeah, everyone was there, mate. Yeah. Everyone was there. I've got good, I've got good support good, good support around me, to be fair. Yes, I know you've got a great yeah, family I mean, network and, and, and friends. Yeah. From your point of view, though, Adam, this is what, the most, and I think I've got in writing saying this, that that was your last game in a wolf shirt? Um, it could have been, yeah. Yeah. because And the reason I say that, because uh, the next season you went uh, initially on loan, I believe, to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, and then it because... No, I went, I went um, sorry, Jace, I went on loan that, that season. Oh, right, that's it. Round. Yes, yes, that's it. 2003, you went on loan, that's right. And then yeah. you joined permanent, didn't you? The, the season walls went up. Um, when we went up promote to the Prem, we oh, yeah, had three season games. Yeah. And a few of them games. But um, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday came in and um, offered me a three year contract. Um, similar terms. Yeah. Um, similar terms, 40 grand a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the rest. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but offered me, they could offer me more for the first team football. Absolutely. And Sheffield Wednesday is a huge club. I mean, Hillsborough is a oh, massive, massive stadium. Massive. I saw them when we were in the Championship when I went on load. Yeah. But they got relegated that season. Yeah. So they were in League One. And my first game in League One for them at home, I think it was 27,000, 28,000 fans there. Oh. In League One. Wow. Wow, and you once again hit the goal trail. Salisbury City in the FA Cup, you scored a hat trick. I mean, yeah, you you, you must love match balls. <laughs> I, I did till I got a dog. <laughs> now they're all in the garden in tatters. I mean, for you, fifty games for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, you know, three years at the club. I believe after Sheffield Wednesday, it was Ipswich Town once again. Ipswich is a is, is a massive club, uh, you know. Portman Road got a, got a lot of history. All three clubs, I suppose, are similar in one way or another. They've got good history, good support, big stadiums. Um, so once again, it must have been another good move. It was. It was a good move, and uh, I left Sheffield Wednesday, and I didn't have a club. And uh, Joe Royal phoned me and said, Do you "Fancy coming for a, a two week, like a trial basis thing to see." How fit you are, how good you are. Yeah. So I haven't seen much of you. And I said, yeah, definitely. So I went down for the two weeks and he liked what he saw and I, I, I enjoyed it down there. So I ended up signing to the end of the season. Brilliant, brilliant. And and Ipswich Town, once again, big club, big support. It, it would be fair to say, though, Adam, I mean, yes, you had success at Sheffield Wednesday with the, with the player final, etc., was it, I mean, because th that playoff final actually was, was only a couple of years after uh, playing for Wolves as well. Was that at Cardiff? Yeah. So, and was it, uh, I'm sure it was, but no, was the it? The Stockport one was at Wembley because it was just being built back then. Oh, okay. So, the one for Cardiff, uh, the one for Sheffield, sorry, at Cardiff, I bet that felt completely different, didn't it? Um, yeah, it did a little bit. Yeah. You're still, still a massive buzz. Absolutely. And obviously with Sheffield Wednesday fans, it was against Hartlepool, but Sheffield Wednesday fans filled their end. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, with the party pool fans, but still, still a magical occasion, and still you never forget, do you? Oh, you don't, you don't. And then 0608 Stockport County. I mean, once again, big club playoff final. You played there, I believe, with Tony Dinning, and uh, we both know Tony, regular for the Wolves All Stars. What was your time like at Stockport, Adam? It was good. It was really good. Um, Dins phoned me and said, "Have you got a club?" And I said, "No." And because um, I wrote off to a few clubs, yeah, came back from Ipswich, and uh, so obviously knew Dins, and he said, uh, "I'll give you the gaffer's number." It was Jim Gannon, and uh, so I spoke to him. He said, "Yeah, come, come, have a few training sessions," and went down there, and uh, they signed me. So yeah, it was. It was Stockport was a, it's a good little club. Yes, I think little, but you know, but the support it's a massive family club, and we were still still you're still getting four or five thousand there for home games. Yeah, and yeah, the support, and the support for a Stockport uh, for Stockport County. You know, we did the stadium, not stadium, the bus tour. Yeah. after it, and it was the, the the amount of fans that came to, to see us. Brilliant, and and the club, the club was in League Two to get League to League One. It's, it was magical. And what's it like to play at Wembley, Adam? Because you know you've you've obviously played in two player finals <coughs> at Cardiff. What's it like to play under that magnificent arch? It was uh, it was it's hard to explain. You know when you walk out and you just look up and you think, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as you, when you go out and you first see it. Obviously, it's empty, isn't it? Because the fans haven't come in yet. Before yeah. you get your kit on, you go out for warm up. But then, as soon as you come out and do your warm up, and you hear the fans and the chanting, and you see the atmosphere, you just you just don't you don't want it to end. I mean, I bet you must have said to the other players, "Listen, we've won this. I've won the last two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to jinx it. See, yeah, flipping it. You can imagine that, that, can't you? That quiet. Yeah, we, we, yeah, but then at Telford, I mean, this is the, 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 not the funny thing at all, but, you know, it started off so bright, the Stockport, Darlington, Grimsby. I mean, you was at Telford, I believe, by the age of about 29, 30, if, I, if I'm right, Adam. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't mean this disrespectfully, of course I don't. You're 18, 19, you're in the Wolves first team, you're scoring at tricks, you're scoring the goal against Nottingham Forest, you're playing in the playoff final. Um, 69,000 supporters, big move to Sheffield Wednesday. For you, and I mean this is the greatest respect, and I've asked this this question to so many players, when all of a sudden you're at a, a club, and Telford are a good club, but you get to the level that Telford are at at 29, is there a feeling of decadence that it's almost, you're still a young man, that it's that it's almost slipping away? Um, I suppose a little, I didn't think like that though. That's good, that's good. Because I was still, still playing... I wouldn't say professional football because we only trained twice a week. It was Tuesday and Thursday night, but home games we were still getting five thousand. Yes, three, four, five thousand. Great support. There. Yeah, that's Obviously, a good crowd. It's up the road, up the road for me. Yeah, and we were very successful under Andy Sinton, and we got promoted to the the Conference Prem. Yes, but um, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't think I'm slipping away. I was just thinking. I was still thankful. I was playing. I was enjoying. I was still having the buzz with the crowd and being in the dressing room with the lads. But I was getting to the age of 29, 30, and I was feeling all the aches and pains that I've been through. Yes, there was almost catching up. Yeah, I broke, well, Sheffield Wednesday, I snapped my ankle, that's why I played in it. And then obviously, I broke my shin at Wolves, I've had knee ops, and uh, I broke my ankle again at Telford. 
and it was and it was, just, it was all catching up with me. Yes, yes. E, e, e. And I was I've, I've got kids and I wanted to enjoy them. I didn't want to be going round and aching and aching and, and, and just can't play with them. And of course, I wanted I wanted to enjoy my life after. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I suppose that's important. And once again, listen to any Telford fans who are going to come at me. I'm, you know, it, it it is. Listen, it's a great club. It's a great. It's a great ground. But it, it's not Wolves, and and that's the thing. And I suppose to some players they struggle with it, and they do struggle with dropping down the leagues. And you know, but to yourself, it, it sounded like you was just enjoying yourself and 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 getting the chance to keep playing football and getting paid for something you enjoy. I was still, I was still living my childhood dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of where the where the clubs are in the in the league or standards or whatever, I was still enjoying it. Yeah. So why do you keep saying no and ask you to play for the All Stars? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Adam's a good mate of mine, but flipping out trying to get him to get the boots on at the minute is so flipping difficult. I played last game. He told me I was going to be on the bench, come on for like five minutes, and end up starting playing the full match. Yeah, I did actually, listeners, under complete false pretenses. I said, Adam, yeah, we had. We only want you to play five minutes at the end because you're a name. Next thing you know, he's got the number nine shirt. Adam's giving me daggers across the changing rooms going flipping egg. <laughs> and the captain's armband. Yeah, captain's armband, the lot. He's got to go up for the toss. And uh, he's looking at me going, you, you've chucked me right under the bus here. Adam had the last laugh because within 20 minutes, I'm on gas and air in an ambulance. <laughs> Karma, that is. Oh, flipping is karma. It is karma. But for you, Adam, you know, you can look back on that, you know, and it is a magnificent career. It, it's, you know, yes, it started brightly, played for some massive clubs. If you can look through the whole career, there's four, you know, playoff wins, big clubs, lots of goals, over 300 professional games. What is the, the, the highlight for you? The highlight? Uh, it's got to be, obviously... Scoring at Molyneux, yeah. scoring on the debut for Wolves, and the playoff final, yeah, is is just right up there. Oh, for being there, I was there from thirteen to twenty-three, and I was ten years. And the, the time I had there was unbelievable. I met, I've still got mates that I'm friends with now, you know. Yeah. So that that they're right up there. Oh, all, all, all as you said, all the playoff finals, I'll never forget. And uh, some of the, I've met some great bunch of lads throughout my, my career, and I still keep in touch, and and that's what it's all about. Oh, absolutely, Adam. And at forty-two, I take it now uh, you are fully retired, and there's not going to be a comeback unless it's me dragging you out for the All Stars. <laughs> that's correct, mate. Unless, unless there's any clubs out there that want to give me a go. Flipping neck, mate. Well, we come as a pair. I'll be up top here and get you doing all the work again, like last week. <laughs> But listen, Adam, thank you for your time today. You know, I really appreciate it because, you know, I've been asking you for a while and, you know, it, it's not your thing. Um, but what a fantastic story. I've learned so much today about your time at Wolves. Finally, thank you for representing our great club and thank you for coming on the Wolf Whistle this evening. It's an absolute pleasure, mate. Cheers, Adam. All right. Take care, mate.